Welcome back to another episode of Seniors Knowledge. You might see, uh, you, you might, you might be thinking to yourself, "This doesn't sound like Grady," and that's correct because I'm his older brother. It'll be just me this week, and I'm going to talk about "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" all on my own. Oh wait, no, Grady just came into the room. Oh, zip, zip your fly up. Come on, kid. Okay, okay, okay. So you had your rant. Okay, so he's right. Uh. Uh, Riley's back again with uh, with me with another episode of the podcast. I'm I'm very excited to have you on on board again. Last it was a, it's a while since you've been on. Yeah, I think we talked about the Mandalorian at Christmas time, and then we and... talked about uh, movies that we saw. During, yeah, that's right. Uh, quarantine or something like that. This time I'm back, and we're just kind of doing an impromptu episode because uh, over the past couple weeks, with cancel culture canceling characters from Pepe Le Pew to uh, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss to uh, uh, Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Mr. Potato Head and uh, Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy, yeah. It's like, okay, that's that's insane. And then I got to thinking like some of my favorite TV shows, like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which which is has been going on for about tw- 20... 15 to 20 years now, and well, nothing has happened to it. It started out in... 2005. 2005? Was, yeah. Really? Okay. Season one was 2005, and they've been going strong ever since, so... Yeah, it's yeah. crazy to think that, you know, that show that's been known for pushing the boundaries hasn't been hasn't been canceled, come yet. under cancel culture yet, well, which is amazing to me. I think the last because uh, the last season that they did was like 2019. So, yeah, it's, I uh, I think I think that's happened since and in two seasons due to covid so anyway we're here to talk about our favorite episodes this isn't a uh top Top. 10 list like i said it was very much an impromptu thing and yep uh we're gonna yeah we're gonna we're gonna hopefully round out about 20 minutes of it's always sunny and philly episodes so grady why don't you start bring up a good one uh well i think an episode that would come to my mind is the recent season hmm uh, it's, uh, I don't know what the actual episode is called, but it's where, uh, Charlie Day, uh, is a detective noir janitor. Oh, yes. Is it the, the janitor always mops twice? Yeah. It's something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I, uh, yeah. And it's cause I like noir-ish style episodes. Yeah. So this one, this one was a, was an interesting episode for me to just like, just watch. I was like, okay. Because what it's cool at this point that the show's been going on long enough that they can do special episodes like this, and yep. it still feels very much like a regular episode of the show. Yeah, like, yeah. The entire episode is black and white, and it's got that uh, noir style narration over the top of it, and yeah. it's still very much an always sunny in Philadelphia type. Uh, yeah, episode. It's yeah. I think because the the. the synopsis of the story it's where charlie as a part-time janitor slash noir detective is trying to find out um who's been uh oh who gave frank diarrhea right yeah something like that and it just like almost spirals out of control and it's like it's this it's this giant mystery of who's poisoning uh cherries that people put in their drinks and it's it's a wild ride. We won't spoil it because we, we can't even it. think about how it ends. But yes, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I'll jump into another one of my favorites. Speaking of uh, very interesting episodes that don't really have a whole lot to do with the main story, 
I love the one. Uh, it's all about Rickety Cricket. Oh, where his dad finds him out on the street and he hires him back as, uh, you know, he wants to get in touch with his son again. And, you know, it's a very nice father, father, son story until it very much isn't. Yeah. And you find that, oh, Rickety Cricket hasn't changed. And it's it, it has one of the funnier twists of the show. And it's one without the main cast for a good chunk of it. I think they show up once at the beginning and then they're out of it. Yeah. So thinking about uh, ones with the main cast, you know, Charlie Mack, Dennis D. Frank. Yeah. Shoot another one off. Oh, my favorite one was the game gets trapped. And I think that's what it's actually called because uh, it's where yeah the game gets trapped in the house where D. Dennis and Frank used to live. And so they're in like the house because they want to get a vase oh yes they read about this priceless vase and they think it's being auctioned off so they're like oh it belongs in a museum and the whole episode's they're kind of going with an indiana jones-esque it belongs in a museum yeah so they try to steal the vase and they're the home invade they're basically home invaders and the entire episode's a uh cat and mouse with the idiots that are the gang yeah it is. It's got some really good one-liners to it. It's a it's a Fat Mac episode, so yeah. that's Rob McElhenney is a really great actor, and yeah. of course, transforming himself from like a regular-looking skinny dude to fat, and then yeah. he got insanely ripped for the last season. Like the dude, yeah, the dude's a great actor, and he's also a great comedian in that way too. Isn't he married to like? Um, oh, he's married to uh, the lady that plays D, whose name escapes me now. Uh, Elizabeth, Ol- no, uh, Caitlin Olson. Caitlin Olson. There, yeah. Go. I was like, it's not Elizabeth Olson. But, um, um, an episode when people ask me what my favorite episode is, I always go to the gang gets thunder gunned. Oh, oh yeah. The the basic plot of that is the gang wants to go to thunder gun strikes back or rides again or whatever they're going to a movie and it's a literal ticking clock where they only have a half hour to get there and they're stuck in traffic dennis is driving they all abandon dennis and then it's oh the gang has to split up because they're all trying to get to this movie on time and it's it's so it's so funny what with these episodes and the gang is actively trying to stab each other in the back because yeah they're just they're horrible people to each other that's another thing with the show that i kind of like and dislike at the same time it's like these people are terrible (laughs) terrible people and so it's like they've in one episode i can like very much explain like Mm -hmm. speaking of like my favorite episode is where they try to do like a home improvement thing oh yes the uh extreme makeover home edition one yes where they just basically it's like they think that they're doing a good thing for other people, yeah. but they're ruining their lives. Yeah. And then yeah. the end, it's like, I wouldn't say bittersweet, but it's like the game gets their comeuppance. They get their comeuppance. Yes. And it's, yeah. And that's another good one. The line, the last line of that, of that, uh, that episode, it's like, you try to do something nice and you get screwed. Yes. They're they're so arrogant, yes, where they're like, yeah, you try to do something good for someone and then you get screwed. But it's like, no, they didn't do anything good for anybody. They, they think they're doing good, <laughs> but 
in reality, this is like, yeah, one of those people's lives. Because uh, another episode, like an, another favorite episode of mine is, um, oh, the McBoyles versus Ponderosa. Oh, yes. The McBoyle episodes are usually pretty good. Yeah. Is this a, the court one? It's the court one. Okay. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's where, like, it's, what was that noise? Um, anyway, it's, I won't, like, briefly spoil it. Go for it. I wouldn't spoil Okay, so, full spoilers. Um, it's, um, some guy named Ponderosa is allegedly got stabbed some guy's eye out at a wedding. And so, that episode, that was an episode that was, like, back in season eight. Yeah, it's like a, because fl- I go back to the Ponderosa wedding and it's, like, everyone you know, has a reason for maybe committing the crime. Yeah. From Dennis not wanting to pay alimony, alimony to his ex-wife. Yep. And, and there's some other bloodline other, feud issues. Other bloodline, which we'll never talk about on the show. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And so it's this whole big thing until uh, Charlie, who help, who's helping out with the court case mm-hmm. with Ponderosa, just like, Fully just Atticus finches it or something like that. And so it's like, because oh, apparently it was a bird that uh, took out one of the McBoyle's eye out. And so it, it just goes into pandemonium. Mm. And the guy who was helping out with uh, McBoyle's was like the lawyer who was, who was ruined by the gang. Yeah, it's funny to see reoccurring characters come back, and it's like, yes, this lawyer was in the first couple seasons, but he kept getting burnt by the gang, so yeah. he's, he's turned into one of the antagonists of the show, really. Yeah. Which, but... is, which I guess, antagonist against the gang is really a hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making sure that these stupid idiots don't do the things that they do, but... Um, Another great episode. I rewatching this one last night. It's one of the raunchier episodes of the series, and that's kind of saying something for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But I think the gang hits the slopes. Oh, yeah. It's a really, really fun throwback episode to 80s bro movies. Yeah. They all, the, the episode is they go to the ski resort where there are no rules on the mountain, and it's just them like, talking about 80s, 80s. Uh, cliches in these movies. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, interesting things that are done. Um, one of the guys from uh, What Hot American Summer, I can't think of the guy's name, he's in it, and he's one of the writers on this episode. Well, there's a couple of you know other big-name actors that show up, but yeah. it's, a, it's another good one. And they really, really lean into you cannot get away with some of those things today. Yeah. Oh, speaking of things that I cannot get away with things like today, my next episode is Hate Crime or Not. Oh, yeah. It, uh, Frank Reynolds, Hate Crime or Hero, something like that. Yeah, he... Yeah. That's another... We're that's, sitting we're sitting and telling the story in... Well, it's not court. I guess they're explaining what's going on with a lawyer. To the arbitrary. Yes. And that's, that's another really good episode. And they where, go through, like, three different people. <laughs> where... Uh, Mac is almost smashed by a grand piano, and there are some words exchanged. Words that exchanged. Gets, uh, yep. 
his attention and it's whether or not Frank committed a hate crime against uh-huh. Mac or saved his life by getting his attention with a not so very nice uh, slur. Yeah, but but like these episodes too, it's like, okay, the gang did a good thing. They did it in a terrible way and their comeuppances. Oh, Mac did win the lottery. Yeah. All $10,000. And then he got $14 back because they had to pay. Yeah, because they have to pay the lawyer. Well, that was like he only gets 14 bucks. Because like speaking of lottery ticket, it was like that was the main thing they were arguing about. Not whether or not uh, what Frank said was a hate crime. Not really. But yeah. And they're all just like trying to rat out each other, I would say. Like. They're it's doing like they're, the usual gang thing where they're trying to explain why they deserve. Yeah. Even though none of them are great people. No. No. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, one of my favorite ones was um, the gang gets uh trapped at a convenience store because it's being robbed. Oh yes. And it's like, it's like, oh, what do we do? And so they're all just like thinking like different scenarios in their heads of how they would take out the robber the robber yeah and it's all very much like huh, character driven yeah my my favorite thought was uh was charlie's because it's like where it turns into a pixar cartoon up, yeah and and that was i would say that brought a tear to my eye because it was like this is really great and so yeah and in the end, they all just like, nah, screw it now. They just, all like, just leave. They just, they just kind of loot and then just leave. But yeah. Was there ever a, like a favorite episode in season one? That we I haven't rewatched season one in a long time, but uh, another good one. The, the ones where the gang, you know, they're not hanging out at the bar or they're not doing any schemes there's one where the gang hits the road where they try to go to the grand canyon because they find out that charlie's never been out of philadelphia yeah and it's literally them trying to leave just philly yeah and the things that they get into along the way is what prevents them from you know really leaving and it has some of the funnier lines and moments of the show i think that's a really good one to start off with yeah um there's another one yeah the the always sunny always it it hits its stride around season three four five six yeah that's where all of the really really funny ones are because another episode was i think this was the actual like i think was uh what was a randy boggs challenge Oh, that's what? a little later. Yeah, were they? Because that was when I was just starting to watch okay. Always Sunny with you. Yeah, that's yeah. one they that tried was... to beat uh, um, baseball legend Randy Boggs. Randy Not... Boggs's beer challenge. He drank uh, was it sixty something beers on a flight, and then he hit a home run the next day. And so the gang tries to beat his record, and it's. Yeah. That's another really, really well-structured one. I Yeah, the first time, that was actually my, I would say, yeah, like I said, very first time watching it, the first time in the season, I laughed so hard. I had tears coming out of my eyes. I, yeah. Yep, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, Charlie Work or... Um, Charlie Work's another good one. Where um, 
he has to take responsibility because there's a health inspector that is coming to the bar. And so he has to do everything. He has to because the other... Charlie Charlie has to do everything to get the bar cleaned, and he's basically using everyone else's his pawns. And it's one of the the better written episodes because Charlie knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And the the real geniusness of that episode is how it's filmed. It's all one long take. Yeah. And there there's an art style to it too. You know, yeah. there's, I think the episode of the season before, there's one called The Gang Tries Desperately to Win an Award, right. which is all in, an allegory for It's Always Sunny in Philly's been around for, I think, 10 years at that point, and they've never been nominated for any sort of awards yeah. on the TV side of things. So they're, you know, there's some funny lines. Well, like, this bar's been here forever, and, you know, that new bar just opened up down the street, and they're getting all sorts of awards. Like, what are we doing wrong? And it's, it brings up a good point because as stupid as it can be, it's also one of the better written shows on TV, especially when it comes to comedies. And I don't know if that's changed. I don't know what awards always Sunny's picked up or, you know, nominations or anything like that. But I feel like, you know, that prime stretch of the show, not winning any sort of accolades is kind of a, kind of a bummer. Yeah, because it is a really funny show when it wants to be. Yeah, and that that episode, that's another one that has some really great one-liners that are not just face value funny, but when you think about it and realize that it's oh, it's an allegory for, you know, we don't care that we've never won, we just want to know why that is. They're kind of like speaking of allegories. There's like an episode is like the game tries to win an award. There's like what was it? Gain's too the gain is too hot, and that's kind of with um oh with the gun the violence, gun violence yes. that you know, was in a brief period like in that time they've and, they've tackled some really interesting issues from yes gun, guns, violence, gun violence to, to um, sexuality which is in, like oh, especially yeah, with yeah, the yeah, Matt yeah. character and yep. that's it's handled so well for. Yeah. For a show like this, where if you take it face value, yes, it is stupid. But if you read into it a little more, it's it's never it's never mean spirited. Yeah, like it is a genuinely that episode where Mac comes out and there's this huge interpretive dance number, and Rob McElhenney actually became you know he danced he trained for like six seven months and you know you see his physique and like he's dedicated in a way where I can't really imagine any other show pulling it off like that. Yeah. As, as dumb and stupid as I can be, sometimes there are some really, really great moments like that. Yeah. That really set it apart from other comedy shows that have gone on for, you know, way too long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause like with the characters that came like, they're terrible. But they came from like families who are like terrible. It's I would say. well, it's broken. It, it's the very exaggerated Philly home lifestyle. Yeah, know? but I mean, it's it's one of my favorite shows out there, and I think it'll continue to be. Yes, it's had some stinker episodes. Yes, it's had some less than great seasons. But I feel mm-hmm. like I think the the reason that the show's been going on for so long because it can adapt. And that it's it's got such great showrunners behind it that know how to 
appropriately adapt and move on. And I'm curious to see how long it can continue to go and yeah. still feel pretty fresh. Yeah, I would say. Because I think the season where uh, Dennis leaves because he has he has a kid. Yes. Because there was like a, a, a layover in North Dakota. I think that was when it, going oh, back the way, to the Randy, yeah. Randy Boggs episode. Well, and even like the way it sometimes will write out a character. Like Glenn Howerton left one of the seasons, but he came back. It's like how they explain that. Who did he play? Glenn. Glenn, oh, Glenn plays Dennis. Oh, that guy. What? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I like I said, the show's a standout yeah. for me, and it has been since I watched it how many years ago. Yeah. So, I think because in my opinion, the second to the was it after, like I said, after Dennis left that like the very end of the season, the newest season where they had um, what was her name? Mandy Kindling. Mandy Kindling, because she's from The Office. I think I tried watching the first episode. Don't get me wrong. She's she's only in the one episode, though. I mean, yeah. I've, Dennis I mean, comes back. But, like, that's the whole point is, oh, can you swap out characters and will it still be the same show? I mean, and that's, that's the entire point of that episode, so. which is fine, because then Dennis comes back later on. Yeah. I think in that episode, and then he's with them the rest of the season. I mean, but. yeah. Just like the way it plays on tropes like that is always really, really funny because it'll do it in such a way that you're not expecting. Yeah, no. So, I don't know. It's one of my favorite shows on TV. I, I would say... Yeah, some of the hardest times I've ever laughed for a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah. I would say that's, yeah, it's one of my favorite shows to watch as well. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. Uh, I see you scrolling down to stop recording. Uh, so, anyway, yeah. Um, so I would say that's the end of the episode. Wow, that is. All right. I would say, I will agree. That's going to be the end of the episode for today. Uh, uh, thank you everyone for uh, listening to the podcast. I try to get this out whenever I can. Um, I usually put this up on my Snapchat whenever, when it comes out. Uh, it's, it goes up on Spotify and then, but mainly it goes up on Anchor and other links too. Uh, I put this up on Facebook and in my Facebook page. And so, yeah. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast. And see you next time.